2: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy.
3: the
0: poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG
1: 13. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On SEN and the SEN app. Time for the Queensland Footy Show with Scott Sattler. Sattler is treating. Sattler is
3: playing.
1: The tackle of the day. What a tackle by Scott Sattler. And Brent Tate. Two Queensland
3: legends
1: chatting Queensland footy.
3: Yeah, welcome to the Queensland footy show where we focus on the three Queensland teams in the National Rugby League. I'm Scott Sattler, your host each and every week. And we've got two Queensland teams travelling nicely at the moment. One very disappointing in the Gold Coast Titans. And as we discuss all things Queensland Rugby League, Brent Tate joins me as he does each and every week. How are you, Tatey?
2: I'm very well, Sat. Yourself?
3: Really well, really well. And we're going to have Kebby Walters join us very soon to talk about The Brisbane Broncos sitting eighth at the moment, three in a row. They're traveling beautifully, as are the North Queensland Cowboys. What's your thoughts so far on the the three Queensland sides after nine rounds?
2: Well, Sats, the the Cowboys are obviously the surprise packet and and going along nicely. I think the consistency in naming the same 17 most weeks has really helped them. Uh, Mate, the Broncos, uh, I think we discussed last week, really hard to get a read on, but uh, three in a row and travelling along beautifully. I mm. think, you know, Kevin will be really excited about where they're positioned at the moment, and uh, obviously the Titans really, really disappointing, actually. Mm. Um, it just just really disappointing sets. They were touted as a top-eight team, but uh, their form, um, they look hopelessly lost mm. at sea at the moment, I feel. I, I don't really see a way out for the Titans. It, it has to be a huge turnaround in their form and fortune if they are to even look like sort of getting their season back on track at the moment. So I reckon there'd be some uh, big concerns down at the Gold Coast Titans at the yeah, moment.
3: we're going to talk to three Queensland teams after the uh, break before we talk to um, our, our special guest. Magic round this weekend. Really quickly, Tati, do you wish there was a magic round when we played?
2: Yeah, I do. So that's, I'd fun. love to be. A, yeah, yeah, great. Great weekend. Great concept. Um, and some great ideas around the magic round too that um, some of the players are touted, which we might get into later on.
0: Kevin Walters steps and gets a whistle. Score! try Kevin Wilders, Here they come adjacent to the uprights. Kevin Wilders, a one now for a try coming up. Steve
3: Walders. Yeah, he was a great player at origin for the Brisbane Broncos, for the Canberra Raiders. He's yeah. in his second year of coaching the Brisbane Broncos now. Uh, good wins against the Sharks and the Bunnies over the last two weeks to make it three in a row, and he's joining us on Queensland Footy Show. Kevin Walters. how are you, Kev? I'm excellent,
0: thanks, Sachs that intro didn't go long. That many tries
3: for the race. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was plenty there, plenty yeah. there. Now, um, first and foremost, yeah. before we talk about what's happening at the Brisbane Broncos, I didn't realise you were born in Rocky. I thought you were a born and bred Ippy boy. What happened there?
0: Yeah, I no, born in Rocky, and uh, Mum and Dad moved down with all the... Uh, well, i got four brothers, so there's the five of us moved down to Ipswich. Mum's um, father was a station master, and he took over the Ipswich... Uh, he was the chief dog at the Ipswich um, railway station, so... We moved Ippie and, yeah, grew up there. I think I was about four or five by the time we got down here. So, yeah, in Ippie, it's a great, great little town, it's switch. It is. Very privileged to go up there and, yeah, you know, footy in, in the winter months and then cricket and baseball in the in the summer months. So, yeah, great it's, place to live.
3: It's bred plenty of uh, great sports people across a number of sports. Now, you've won the last three, Sharks and South in that three, Kevy. Which effort of those two has probably impressed you the most, or do they impress you the most? Have they sat side by side?
0: Yeah, pretty much side by side. You know, I felt our form had been getting better sort of the last month, although Penrith put a bit of a score on us, but I thought the the effort was there that night. Penrith's obviously one of the better teams in the competition. So, um, yeah, and then we settled back with the Bulldogs and then into the last two weeks, which has been good. I, I think our effort areas, well, I know they've been a lot better. Um, and our attacks sort of sort of flowing on the back of that as well. So it's been a a good two or three weeks for the Bronx, that's for sure.
3: Do you think with Payne being out last week, especially, Kev, that it it just forced a lot of other players not to look for Payne to do a lot of those effort areas you talk about and they had to pick it up themselves?
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, He's one that we rely on heavily. We're we're very grateful to have him in our side. He was playing on Friday night. But we also got Tup Carrizen back um, last Mm -hmm. week. Uh, from, from a knee injury. So that was a, a blessing for us. The timing was, was perfect in that regard. And Pat managed to knock out 60 minutes straight um, with some really good work in there as well. Um, yeah, but we're fortunate to have um, both Payne and Paddy back this week and looking forward to taking on you know, Manly uh, Friday night at Magic Weekend.
2: Kev, I thought Flegler last week was outstanding too. Probably one of the best games I've seen him play in his first grade career, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it certainly was, Tady to him and um, uh, Keenan Palacia to you know make a difference off the bench. I, you know I feel a lot of the teams, well the better teams, that when their bench comes on, you really know that they're out there, and that was the challenge for, for Tom and Keenan, um, and they did that well. Particularly Flegg, first couple of carries was really noticeable that he was out there, and he was offloading. Got some good offloads in. His defense was was really good as well. So yeah, um, trying to get him back into the starting side at some stage. But when when he's playing that well in the role that he's playing. Well, we we'll are leave him there for a couple more weeks and see if he can continue, you know, when he comes on, just bringing the energy and doing lots of good things out there for us.
2: Mate, talk about uh, influences on your team, none bigger than your uh, halfback and Adam Reynolds. Can you give us a bit of an insight into what he's like at training, video sessions, and the way he gives, I guess, you some advice, um, the playing group advice, just, just his overall influence on the yeah. team, Kev?
0: Yeah, he's been a godsend for us, Tony. Um you know, I knew from the first time we, Dave Donahue and I flew to Sydney to meet him and his family. Um, they're a great family and uh, his influence over the team has just been so so good and positive. Uh, coming you know, from, a, from South last year, they made the Green Final and the like. But I feel he's, he's playing better now than, than he ever has. He's um, so got a lot of responsibility in our place and he enjoys that responsibility. Um, he takes his footy seriously, but he also likes a typical halfback boy. You know, loves a good time, loves putting uh, shit, excuse the language, on, on other team members, and, and carrying that good humour amongst the group. So, and he's obviously very special in team meetings. He knows how to play the game, and he's and I, I feel his kicking game. I know it's it's um, you know, very good kicking game, but I feel that that's been one of the big influences that he's had with us is where we actually turn the ball over. Um, it, it's great. Uh, to have him in our side. Defensively, he's been good. His running game's been good. So he ticks all the boxes for us. Uh, he's a great leader as well. And more importantly, even top fella. Really good bloke. So we're, we're really lucky to have him as well.
3: And the money that you're paying him, Kevy, he's, he's able to buy uh, a better house or a bigger house in Queensland than he is in, in Sydney, I'm led to believe? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, he, he bought a, a, a
0: sort of, believe, house. That he's living in now is bigger than his land that he had land and house combined. In <laughs> so they're really enjoying uh, the freedom where they live. Um, you know, it's a beautiful home you know, up here living in Queensland, as you guys know. it's, it's, it's The weather's beautiful, though it's not, not too kind at of the moment with a bit of rain around. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice place to live up here in Queensland. And he, he's, him and his family have settled well, and that's showing through with, with his football as well.
3: Manly. A, and magic round, I know it, it's all about Tommy Trebojevic, and obviously he's the key player you got to look at, but what are the, some, some of the other mm. areas that we don't see, that you see as a coach that you've got to try and shut Manly down?
0: Oh, look, I think DC is probably as good a touch that yeah. he's been, you know, in his career. And Him and Boren are playing some good footy. Kraker is uh, quite dangerous out of nine as well, so uh, they've got some strike Manly, and, um, you know, we're understanding, obviously, Tom's the key there as well, but, you know, I feel that we're a much improved defensive team, and we need to be that way, particularly on our left and right edge, and our, our middles as well have been doing a great job. So um, Manly are a side that like to use the ball, um, a bit old-fashioned the way Manly play. Not a lot of block plays and your typical rugby league football, but DCE and and Co they like to move the ball and shift the ball around. So we've got to be c- certainly you know get our line speed going and making sure that we're you know available to tackle on every on every tackle of the set because they certainly do challenge you everywhere from the middle of the field you know on both edges with the way that Tommy likes to play.
2: Kev, we'll, we'll shift our focus off the Bronx and we'll go to the beloved Maroons who we all have such a, a soft spots for. Uh, mate, you play plenty of origin. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it, Kev. Um, I, I'd be really interested to get your take on, on a young Selwyn Cobbo, Kev. I, I love the way he plays and I know he's only young in the um, first grade. Is he someone you think could be ready for origin or a bit early?
0: No, I believe he could be, Tony. Um, I'm not sure how you were running 20 or 21 when you played your... How old were you with your first origin?
2: Yeah, I was 20, yep.
0: 20, there you go. So he's uh, turning 20 this year, Selwyn. Um, look, he's, a, he, he's one of those indigenous players where he knows where to put himself and where to find the ball. I, I, that was typical of the, the intercept or runaway trial that he got last weekend you know, against South. He was just there in the moment. And his best footy um, is still you know, a long way in front of him, but I feel that the bigger the occasion, the better he plays. And uh, You only got to look back to last year's um, Queensland Cup green final. um well, he was the best player on the field playing at fullback. And there was mm. a lot of talk around of shifting him when we lost Tessie Neu into that fullback role. I'm sure long-term he can be a you know really good fullback for us. But just at the moment, we're just leaving him parked on that wing. Um, he's got great instincts. You know, I feel that him and katoni uh, not only with their attack, but their defensive work has been much better this year as well. And they're working well together. And I feel that, Ty's, uh, that uh, Selwyn's growing each week you know, in his role on the wing. Could he handle origin? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that there. We're pretty blessed, though, as Maroons now, Taddy, aren't we? We've got a lot of good young outside backs coming through. So there's lots of good options there for Billy and his team to, to select on this year.
3: Kevin, you're a good man. Thanks for joining us on Queensland Footy Show. Yeah, thanks,
0: Saxon. Keep those texts flying, Taddy. I love them,
3: mate. I <laughs> <laughs> love you, Kev. Good on you, yuck. Good
2: on you, yuck.
1: The Queensland Footy Show with Sats and Tate. Well, we couldn't call it chinwag. The Queensland Footy Show with those two good blokes, Sats and Tate.
3: Welcome back to the Queensland Footy Show and uh, what we liked out of the week and, and also what we didn't like. What are we cleaning up and what are we throwing away for Bosch Bins, uh, great partners of the show, coming out very soon. Before we do that, Taddy, let's have a look at origin because positions and teams are going to be picked in what about the next two and a half weeks. Not long mm. to go at all. You're starting to see some players from both Queensland and New South Wales starting to come into some form now. I'm going to talk about a few of those. But what I want to look at is the positions that are still up for grabs. Okay. Yep. And I think we're all on the grounds that Callum Ponga will and should be the fullback. And he's also disclosed that, that Billy Slater and he have been in conversations for, for many weeks now about the Origin series. So I'm going to look at the winger's position first, Tady And you played a lot of centre and wing, outside back for Queensland. Very important position. I'd say, would you agree, Tady that locked in is Xavier Coates?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think his transition across to Melbourne's really toughened him up as a player and I mm. think he's gonna be a lot better served this time now coming into origin than what he was beforehand. So uh yeah, definitely Xavier on, on one one wing for sure.
3: So the other wings on wing position I'm looking at Kyle Felt, Corey Oates, Hamaso, Tabuy Fido, maybe a Phillips Sammy, Selwyn Cobbo. Who are we going well, with?
2: I'll throw another name in there, yeah. Murray Tulungi. He's, he's been in great form for the Cowboys. He has
3: been. has been. After that horror game he had against the Warriors at the start of the year, he's really, really improved this year. Yeah. yeah. Mate,
2: look, look, I think Kyle Felt's been there before and done it. Um, I don't think Corey Oates. look, he's been good and um, a return to form, but I don't think it warrants origin selection. Hummer, so he's been injured and you know only finding his way back into the side. Mm. So I think he might feature... Uh, in the centres, possibly, if there's any injuries there for Queensland uh, moving forward. But, mate, the one guy I'd go is Selwyn Cobbo. And we touched on it last week. Just his carries and his aggressiveness with the ball in hand. Um, I think he's ready-made it, And I think he's the sort of player and he's a sort of kid that will rise to the occasion if he gets picked.
3: Can I just ask you, Tati, because you know the position so well. But now Selwyn Cobbo has played 17 first-grade games. NRL games. How many did you play before you were picked for Queensland in 2002 from memory?
2: I think it was 13. Well, there 13 or 14. Okay. Yep.
3: Okay. And just from a, being a big body, and you know better than anyone, you, you need big bodies. You need the opposition to make you tackle them, don't you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the, the work coming out of trouble, so getting the set started well um, on kick returns is really, really important. The other thing is he's a real target in the air. Mm. So with on both sides, if you've got him and Xavier and they're both strong in the air. So um, not only he's just an all rounded player, he's just got it all. So one, and, and I've, I've said this before, a lot of the work that you do in origin as an outside back is, you know, Running into the meat of the yeah. defence, coming mm. off your own try line. So I think someone like Selwyn and how hard and aggressive he carries a ball. Uh, I just think it may. I, I really do think he's ready. And, and we spoke to Kevy last week, and he he was of the same opinion.
3: Yeah, yeah. No more more better endorsement than than your current coach. Centers, I think Holmes and Gagai locked in. Front row, Papaliti locked in. And then you got Mo fata Awaker, one of the best front rows from the weekend at Magic Round. Carrigan, Flegler, Joffrey Gow, Francis Molo, Lindsay Collins. Or do you move Tino Are malawi up into the front row?
2: Yeah, I think I'd be more inclined to move Big Tino up into the front yeah. row because the way he plays lock and front row it doesn't really matter. It's exactly the same. They're both positions that sort of play through agree. the middle. Um, and if you're doing so that,
3: who are you playing at number 13? Are you playing a bit of a loose forward like some teams do or are you playing another another front row. I know who I you're th- going to say.
2: Well, no, I'm actually I'm I'm thinking Paddy Carrigan.
3: Okay. I, I think Paddy Carrigan Ruben Cotter.
2: Oh, well, mate, I, I want to find a spot for him because I think he deserves it and I think I'd put him on the bench. Yep. Uh with, with Ben Hunt um, and a couple of other big boys, so uh I think I would start Paddy Carrigan. He can play big minutes. Uh you know, he he plays huge minutes for the Broncos. Um, that way you can sort of move Tino and Big Papa um, regularly in that front row rotation with uh, a Lindsay Collins or a Mo Fat Waker. So uh, I, I think, I think yeah, I'm more inclined to go with a, a Paddy Carrigan on the bench. Mo oh, Fod- sorry, playing lock, sorry. Mo
3: Fat Awaker, 220 metres, 78 minutes last week for the Gold Coast Titans when they went in extra time. He it was, it was amazing. I think it's fair to say Kate Will and Felice Kafusi locked into the into the second row. Now, the number 14 jersey, Ben Hunt, locked in. Yep,
2: yep. yep. I, I, look, there's, there could be the argument that, that does that take Reuben Cotter out of the mix, but I, I don't think it does. I, I think uh, you can have both of those guys uh, and two, two big guys like a Mo or a Lindsay Collins on the bench. I think, obviously, Ben Hunt covers all those positions, ben, yep. and Reuben can come on and just play in the middle. And, well, it's all built know, on defence, isn't it? Uh, absolutely absolutely. We know he yeah. yeah, and he plays in the middle each week for the Cowboys, He's done a great job. Uh, and his leg speed I think when the forwards start getting tired in origin, which happens quickly because of the speed of the game, I, I just think I'd have him there. I, I I think he'd be a real asset for the Cowboys. Yeah, bit oh, like sorry for Queensland. A
3: little bit like a, a Cam Murray. Now have you got a smokey? Mm. I've got Heal and Lukey on the bench as Do ya. A Smokey, yeah.
2: Oh well, Ruben Cotter would probably he would be, be a smoker. the smoky. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, mate, I don't, I don't mind Big Heilim on the bench. He's uh, adds some energy for the Cowboys, doesn't he, when he comes on? So, be an interesting one.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Origin not far away. Can't wait to see what those teams are going to look like. Billy Slater will do a great job. We know that. Uh, before we go, time for this. Time to find out who's cleaned up or who we should bin this week. Thanks to Bosch bins. So who's cleaned up? Who did we like throughout the week and last weekend, Tady?
2: Well, I'm going to go one that's not so much footy or footballer related. It's more the fans. I thought 130,000 yeah. odd fans turning up to magic round. And mm. the first two days pretty much were washouts. So I oh, just, we're there on Sunday and seeing the amount of people wearing club colors, getting dressed up, yep. just enjoying the atmosphere. Uh, I thought the fans are incredible, mate. Well done to them.
3: Yeah. I'm, I think who cleaned up was the Suncorp Stadium ground crew, the curators, how they kept that ground the way that it was. On Sunday, it looked outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Okay, who are we binning? Who are we throwing away?
2: Binning. Um, Probably the peanuts in the crowd that started the fight. Um, Mm. Yeah, let's get rid of them, mate. You know... I saw someone say there was young kids around there that wrecked, that would have wrecked their night, yep. Um, you know, just because being scared around that sort of stuff. So, mate, definitely let's bin, bin those peanuts from the weekend. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I'm binning Paul Vaughan, Bulldogs front row. He's comments Whoa. to the journos when leaving Belmore training Monday. words to the effect, you are the worst kind to the me. I think, uh, Paul Vaughan, yeah, you deserve uh, the rugby league community, I think, and the journos deserve a uh, an apology, I think. Uh, who's been binned or who's cleaned up for Bosch bins? Call 1-800-GO-BOSCH. That's it another edition of Queensland Footy Show. Tatey, thanks to Matty Rogers taking time out. He's always a great chat, Matty Rogers. Probably talk to him for an hour if we if we could, the stories he could tell us uh, throughout his career. Make sure you look out for his book when it's released. And thanks especially to Bosch Bins and also for you listening. Thanks, Tatey, and make sure you join us next week on Queensland Footy Show.
2: Thanks, Sats. Good man.
3: The
1: Queensland Footy Show with Sats and Tate. Well, we couldn't call it chinwag.